2: To the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host Mike De Niro. Happy Friday. We're about to set off the weekend the right way by riding right into it with the Wrestling DeLorean. But before we get into the show, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you for all the support. Without you, there is no us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at W underscore Pod. On TikTok and Instagram at wrestling Delorean Pod, And subscribe to the YouTube page We have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen We're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday We're going to be talking about last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV And of course, we got the news and notes from around the wrestling world So as always, this is a super stacked show Starting Monday, we're going to bring back the original concept of the podcast We're going to be bringing back our classic show reviews so you don't want to miss out on that, make sure you tune into that next week. You know, Monday we talk about Raw versus Nitro, reliving the Monday Night War. On Tuesdays we go back in time and go to TNA the Asylum years. Thursday we talk about TNA the Spike TV era, and Friday we do this is extreme. We talk about ECW Hardcore TV. But that's next week. We're talking about this week. We have a Super Stack weekend with wrestling this weekend, so let's talk about everything right. What's good ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for allowing me into your morning routine like always. I appreciate all the support. I am so grateful for all my fans from all over the world, from Mexico to Canada to the Brazil to the UK, Ireland, Germany, Indonesia, indo fucking Indonesia, freaking Cambodia, uh, Philippines, Brazil. Australia, we got fans all over, and it is extremely, extremely humbling. I appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're about to send you off to the weekend the right way, so let's get into the show right now. Like we always do, we're about to talk about the news and notes around the wrestling world, so let's get into that. This week's AEW Dynamite, which we will be talking about in the next segment, drew a $1.172 million. A huge rating for AEW. This is the third best rating in AEW history. AEW Dynamite history. I am extremely thrilled that AEW is continuing to hit that million mark. But not only a million, but actually going above a million. So if they could stay in this mark, if they could keep the momentum going... If they could continue to keep shit hot with bringing in guys like Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Adam Cole. And continue to have these good storylines and the momentum that they have now. With guys like CM Punk, Kenny Omega, Christian Cage, Malachi Black. I think that AEW really could be on the rise and really could be entering a new era. And start progressing in this you know new era for AEW. Speaking of errors... The current era of WWE seems like they're only catering to Fox and not USA, which is pissing USA off. Supposedly, USA is not thrilled that Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch are going to SmackDown. This is more huge stars going to SmackDown. It looks like WWE is catering to Fox more than they are the USA Network. If you remember, they gave Fox the very first televised, free televised Hell in a Cell between Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. They have a stacked roster on the SmackDown side with guys like Edge, uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, Big E, and then you're going to add guys like Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, like, it's stacked, and right now, what Raw is missing the most is star power. Raw is missing a lot of star power, and then on the other side, you have SmackDown that's killing it. I forgot to even mention John Cena. When he returned, he returned to SmackDown, not Raw. So, right now, it looks like they are trying to butter up the Fox executives for a contract renewal when that is up. But they might lose their spot with USA because if they continue to treat USA like shit, I mean... Uh... So, what's going to happen? The WWE is going to bring back some legends now to satisfy USA? It's Going to be interesting. But I'll tell you what. Vince McMahon inspires many right one guy that he inspires is none other than aew's tony khan who recently mentioned that he was inspired by vince mcmahon the quote here during the interview tony khan had with dale and batter about vince mcmahon is quote i am not him i try to wear some of the similar hats especially that he wore when he was younger I will say this, and I don't know what good it does me or what purpose it serves me, but I'll just say it as a fan of wrestling and somebody who loves wrestling, I always thought their shows were better when Vince wrote the shows in the backyard with his friends versus when they hired 25 writers to write the show. But that's neither here nor there. I really enjoy putting the shows together. And through the pandemic, that was one of the things that I was able to actually get more organized on. So... Tony Khan giving praise to Vince McMahon. You know, you can't be a you can't be a promoter, booker, owner of a wrestling company and not be inspired by the Don Juan, the kingpin himself, Vince McMahon. He can't be. He is the top guy. He is the he is the boss. He's the main guy. Vince McMahon took wrestling and made it A huge commodity. He took wrestling national. He made it mainstream. So how do you not, how do you not be inspired by somebody like that? I think that it's interesting that Tony Khan didn't use that opportunity to shit on the WWE. He actually praised Vince McMahon, which is a nice, you know, a nice turn of events there. Speaking about AEW and the WWE, Gangrel was in the news, claiming that while Edge is over here on SmackDown paying homage to the brood with the brood bath and the brood music and the entrance, it actually took a job away from Gangrel because he said that he was supposed to be on this week's AEW Dynamite from Milwaukee. And they were setting up a brood music and brood entrance for him. But when Edge debuted, well, when Edge returned to this original brood gimmick that he had and showed up on SummerSlam with the brood gimmick, AEW said... We're going to go with different plans. And cost him a spot on AEW Dynamite. I'm sorry, but I'm calling bullshit on this. Why all of a sudden, why out of nowhere would Gangrel be showing up on AEW Dynamite doing a brood-like entrance when he wasn't advertised, when he wasn't nowhere near... Like, the last time we seen him was last year for a little, like, a little, little moment in the Elite Deletion. Why, out of nowhere, is Gangrel supposed to be on AEW and all of a sudden Edge shows up with the... Br- it don't make sense to me, so I don't know. I, I don't know how much I believe this. Something I do believe is MLW announced that they will be starting a new season very soon, and they also signed a merchandise deal for action figures, which I think is really, really cool. I think that that's some... Where you could make more money and also incorporate children to your uh, product, as well as like adult collectors such as myself. So, always cool to see companies like MLW and Ring of Honor have merchandise deals that do, deal with action figures, deal with um, video games, and other things that's outside of just like clothing, which is really cool. MLW is one of the best kept secrets in professional wrestling, and I am extremely excited for MLW to return television. It's going to be really cool to see what they have in store for us with this new season. Ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday night, tomorrow night, will be NWA Empower, the all women's pay-per-view. This show is being produced by none other than the legendary Mickey James. I'm extremely excited for this. You can catch it on Fight TV. Pay for the pay-per-view. This, this is going to be a historic night for women's wrestling and you don't want to miss out. The card is as follows. For the The main event is going to be the inaugural NWA Women's Invitational Cup. There's going to be a lot of women in this matchup. I'm going to name some of them now. Lady Frost, uh, Tootie Lynn, Chelsea Green, uh, Jamie Sengel, Debbie Malenko, Bianca Corelli, Genocide, Thunder Kitty, Marsha Slamovich, and Kira Hogan. That's going to be a gauntlet matchup where every two minutes a new competitor will come out. The NWA women's title match will be AEW's own Layla Hirsch versus Camille. We got the Impact Wrestling Knockouts title on the line. It will be Melina versus Diana Parazu. We have NWA Women's Tag Team Title Tournament. It will be the Free Babes, Miranda Gordy and Hollywood Haley J. With Jazzy Yang versus Kai Lin King and Red Velvet representing AEW. We have NWA Women's Tag Team Tournament match number two. It's going to be Hell on Heels, Renee Michelle, and Sahara Seven versus The Hex, Allison Kaye, and Marty Bell. And then the winner of those two matches, those two teams will fight it out in the finals to win the NWA Women's Tag Team titles. We also got the Battle of the Brands. It's going to be NWA's Kylie Ray versus AAA's Chica Tormenta versus AEW's Diamante. We have Kenzie Page going against Paola Mayfield from the 90 Day Fiancé fame. We got Sky Blue versus Christy Janes. Velvet Sky will be on commentary. It's going to be a really, really awesome show. It's going to be a really historic show. So make sure you tune in. Fight TV, NWA, Empower, tomorrow night. Don't want to miss out on that. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about this past Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. It was a really good show. And CM Punk made some headlines once again. So, we're going to talk all about that when we come back.
0: Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered.
2: Show, ladies and gentlemen we're about to get into this past wednesday's aew dynamite live from milwaukee wisconsin it was a super stack show that popped a big rating this was the dynamite debut of cm punk he teased a lot of big shit we have a lot of new matches being announced for aew's all-out pay-per-view next sunday on september 5th it's going to be a lot to talk about so let's not waste any time let's get into aew dynamite right now Like I said, this was a super stacked episode of AEW Dynamite, so let's get right into that right now. AEW Dynamite started out with a singles match between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. Things started out comedic. You know, they we had the Orange Cassidy hand in the pockets, the the soft kicks, while every single time that uh he hit the soft kick, Matt Hardy would do the delete. So it was like, oh, delete. Oh, delete the the, that. That's what the crowd was saying. Not 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 them. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was a comedy match that got bloody pretty quickly because Matt Hardy got busted open badly. Orange Cassidy busted him up. They were both bleeding. Orange Cassidy had Matt Hardy's blood all over his jeans. A lot of people didn't like this. I saw this online. People were shitting on this. I thought it was a good match. I mean, Matt Hardy still could go and Orange Cassidy is always one of the most entertaining parts of this show. So. I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, I, it wasn't a classic, nor did I expect it to be, but it, it was pretty good in my opinion. We next got a Malachi Black promo. He said that he is a man of his word, and he will take out Brock uh, Anderson. I was about to say Lesnar. Shit, that would have been crazy. Brock Anderson and his pops and anyone else who is remotely associated with the Nightmare family if Brock Anderson doesn't do what's good for him and just start out the match, roll out the ring, and get counted out and walk away. So I guess the ball's in Brock's court. Either, you know, you walk away or your whole family gets destroyed. <laughs> out comes Chris Jericho. He says that while everyone is celebrating this week for AEW, he isn't because he lost to MJF last week. He says that it's been bothering him all week, eating at him that he tapped out. So he proposes a way to end it all with MJF. He wants one more fight with MJF at All Out. He says that if he can't beat MJF, he will walk away from in-ring activity and go full-time with the commentator gig and will never wrestle in AEW again. MJF comes out. Max says this is getting a little embarrassing and he just wants the old man to leave him alone. He said that he... You know, it's cool that he made Jericho tap out. He said, to say that I made Jericho tap out is cool, but to say that I ended Chris Jericho is even better. So he agrees to the match. All out, MJF versus Chris Jericho. If Chris Jericho loses, he walks away from in-ring action. That is going to be a big, big matchup at All Out. We next get the Varsity Blondes cutting a promo on Lucha Bros, and this leads us right into the semi of the tag team tournament, the Varsity Blondes versus the Lucha Bros. The winners of this match will face the Jurassic Express tonight on AEW Rampage for the number one contendership of the tag team titles to go against the Young Bucks at All Out inside of a steel cage for the tag team champions. The Young Bucks and the Good Brothers, along with Brandon Color, are out to watch the match on the ramp. This was a really fun matchup. The Lucha Brothers win; they are going on to the next uh, round. But I really did enjoy to I enjoyed seeing the Varsity Blondes. I really enjoy uh, Brian Pillman Junior. I think that he needs to tighten the screws a little bit. G- Griff Garrison is cool. Big fan of Julia Hart, but nonetheless, the Lucha Brothers will be facing Jurassic Express tonight on Rampage. After the matchup, the Jurassic Express and Lucha Brothers, they're shaking each other's hands. The Young Bucks come from behind, and they push the Lucha Bros, and we have a big brawl where the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express actually team up and take out the Bucks and the Good Brothers. Stereo dies, take them out. They're on the same page, but they will be enemies tonight in the tournament finals to see who will be stepping inside the steel cage with the Young Bucks. We next get a video package for Chavo and Andrade leading into All Out against their match with Pac. We then get a women's match between Jamie Hader and Red Velvet. This is Jamie Hader's first match in over a year in AEW, about a year and a half. Um, Yeah, they didn't seem to connect, right? They, they didn't have much chemistry, and they didn't mesh too well. It's pretty sloppy at times. You know, the, the women's division is getting better, but this match wasn't it, Chief. I I wasn't a fan of this matchup, I ain't gonna lie, I, it didn't do much for me, and it just didn't seem like it ever really connected, it never really seemed like they took it to that next gear, in the end, Jamie Hader picks up the victory, post-match beatdown by Jamie Hader, Britt Baker, and Reba, or Rebel, they're taking out Red Velvet, Chris Statlander makes the save, Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker is announced for the Women's uh, World Heavyweight title match in All Out. I'm excited for that matchup. Chris Daylander is one of the better women competitors in the women's division. Britt Baker right now is on fire, so that matchup should be really good. We got a Dark Order promo. There is a lot of division in the Dark Order. A lot of division. You got uh, Evil Uno cutting a promo, but then getting interrupted by uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver saying, Who made you, boss? You know, you can't be making decisions for all of us, blah, blah, blah. You got uh, Evil Uno saying that he is the boss. You got five like confused. They're like, yeah, I thought we were family. Cocabana's on Evil Uno's side. A lot of division. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. The talk of the show, though, is the next segment. We have Tony Schiavone in the ring, and he brings out none other than CM Punk, who gets yet another huge, huge, huge ovation. This is his dynamite debut. The crowd is going absolutely ballistic for Punk. You could barely hear them talk. Tony asks, what brought brought Punk back to wrestling? He said, I can't even hear what you're asking, Tony. This crowd is so loud. But he says, what brought me back? And he starts naming names of young talent. He says, Penta, Assetto, Miedo, Phoenix, Jungle Boy, uh, Orange Cassidy, MJF. But he said, the number one guy on that list, in his opinion, is Darby Allen. He says, can he still go? Can I still be the best in the world? And while he says this, the crowd just starts doing the yes chance, right? And while the crowd's doing the yes chants, CM Punk hits the line of the century with the biggest tease of the night. He says, that's someone else's shtick and you might just have to be a little patient. Definitely talking about None other than the American dragon, Brian Danielson, coming to AEW. And I thought that this was done brilliantly. This has a little tease, just like Darby Allin teased CM Punk by saying best in the world and the crowd went wild. It was very similar here. Daniel Bryan coming to AEW is going to be massive. And I think that CM Punk just sprinkling the little, you know, excitement for that. I think that it was just perfectly done. And there's been a lot of talks about CM Punk having Easter eggs in his, you know, debut on Rampage and his debut on Dynamite on uh, Rampage on his shoe he had AC written which I guess is for Adam Cole on this he had BW written which people are saying is for Bray Wyatt he put a picture of two hands shaking on his uh Instagram and Twitter stories and if you know that picture that's actually Daniel Bryan and CM Punk shaking hands during their one of their matches in Ring of Honor so a lot of teases by CM Punk But anyway, back to the promo. CM Punk says that he will be answering those questions at All Out September 5th. He's still the best in the world, and he still could go, and it all starts with Darby Allin September 5th. We next get a promo by Miro. He wants Eddie Kingston. He wants the Mad King at All Out, and I am all for that. Eddie Kingston versus Miro will be an absolute banger, and I just want to say I absolutely love this Redeemer gimmick. It is an amazing gimmick, and I loved where they're going with it. Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley with Sting are now going against Cesar Bononi, Ryan Nemeth, and JD Drake. Moxley's looking huge as ever; he's looking jacked. Wild Thing is really growing on me, by the way. Like the whole Wild Thing uh, entrance, really growing on me. The winners of this match is Darby Allen, Moxley, and Kingston. When Darby Allen hits the coffin drop on Ryan Nemeth to get the victory for his team. While they're celebrating, though, Darby Allin is attacked by Red Death himself, Daniel Garcia. He has a gripe to pick with Darby Allin. So I guess before Darby Allin could get to CM Punk, he's going to have to face Daniel Garcia. We'll see when that match goes down. Women's Casino Battle Royals is announced for the buy-in show of All Out. This leads to a promo by Tay Conti. Tay is talking about how she wants to be a champion in AEW. She's interrupted by The Bunny, who offers her a spot with the HFO. Conti says No. Bunny slaps her. They brawl. This also leads to another promo with uh, FTR saying that they are going to be getting their rematch with uh, Proud and Powerful next week here on Dynamite. I wish that matchup was going to be on the pay-per-view. Then we got Kenny Omega and Don Callis. They come out to the ring. Callis says that at All Out, they're going to take out Christian Cage once and for all. Christian Cage comes out. They show a video that they had on the road to Dynamite last week. It was of, you know, classic footage of Christian Cage and how Don Callis fired Christian Cage years ago from the, I guess, the indie that Don Callis was running, IWS or whatever it was called. Um, He says that this proves that Don Callis is exactly what he says he is, a carny piece of shit. Then we got Omega and Don, Omega and Don Callis getting Christian Cage's face. Don Callis is saying that he is, you know, one of the best minds of wrestling of all time, better than Bill Watts, better than Vince McMahon. And he said that, what's it called? Christian Cage just doesn't have what it takes, blah, blah, blah. This leads to a big brawl between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Christian Cage is jumped by Kenny Omega, Brandon Cutler, um, Michael Nakazawa, and Don Callis, who gets physical here. But Kazarian, the elite hunter, makes the save. And it is announced that on Rampage we'll be getting Kazarian and Christian Cage versus Brandon Cutler and Kenny Omega. Which is going to be a really good matchup. John Moxley's cutting the promo backstage. He's pissed off. He said he sent his co- uh, open contract to Japan and it finally came back. But the man who he wanted to sign it did not sign it. He said he's still scared. But the legend that signed it is none other than the legendary Kojima. Who we just saw in Impact Wrestling. He said, at All Out, it will be John Moxley versus Kojima, and he's going to end the old man. He said, at All Out, tune in if you want to see a public execution of a legend. That was some hard words from John Moxley. We got a six-man tag between Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, and Colton Gunn. The Gun Squad versus Aaron Solo, Nick Camerado, and QT Marshall. This was, ah, could care less about that. Dan Lambert is now associated with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Pretty much an odd couple, but... I mean, I didn't think they needed a mouthpiece, but Dan Lambert's a good mouthpiece. Cool to see him playing up the heel still. And if he's going to be associated with the AEW talent, I think it's better than him coming in with random MMA guys who are not going to get physical in the ring. It was announced that for next week's Dynamite, we're going to be getting FTR versus Santana and Ortiz, as well as Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs for the first time. And on tonight's episode of Rampage, it's going to be Tay Conti versus The Bunny, Jurassic Express versus The Lucha Bros, and in the main event, Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler versus Kazarian and Christian Cage. We then see Arn Anderson trying to talk Brock out of it one last time, but he says that he's in way over his head, and tonight, you know, you just gotta put everything in that match, pull it out, and just give it your all against a guy like Malachi Black, which leads to the main event. Malachi Black with one of the coolest entrances in wrestling again in another company going against Brock Anderson, the son of Arn Anderson, who's looking for revenge for his family because Malachi Black kicked his father's head off. And this was an absolute squash. This was an absolute decimation of Brock Anderson. Malachi Black was just way too much for the rookie and just took out Brock Anderson with ease. He bloodied him up and ended him quickly. Then Arne Anderson gets into the ring. Malachi Black kicks Arne Anderson's face off again. This leads to Lee Johnson coming out. He wants Malachi Black. I think we probably will be getting Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson either at the pay-per-view or next week on Dynamite. But once again, Malachi Black squashes another wrestler in the main event and is standing tall looking like an absolute monster. I enjoyed this episode of AEW. Wasn't the best episode in the last couple weeks. Definitely lived up to the hype, though, having more CM Punk on the show. Malachi Black main eventing again was awesome to see. I enjoyed it. I think we're setting up the pay-per-view really well. All Out is looking stacked. You got Darby versus CM Punk, Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega, MJF versus Chris Jericho in the final fight. If Jericho loses, he loses his freaking in-ring career. We have possibly Miro versus... um, Miro versus... Eddie Kingston, we're going to have a tag team cage match between the Young Bucks and the winner of Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros. Either one of those teams will be amazing inside of a cage with the Young Bucks. Just a super stacked show, and I cannot get enough of it right now. I'm really like, AEW's a, like a drug right now. I'm just freaking getting high all the time. I'm excited on it. I'm really hyped for it, and I'm going to be extremely hyped watching Rampage tonight. Hopefully, it sets up more matches for AEW's All Out. I'm extremely hyped. I give this show a 3.5 out of 5 stars. It was really good, really well done, and made me hype for the pay-per-view and Rampage tonight. Like I said, everybody needs to check out NWA Power on Fight TV tomorrow night. Don't miss out on History. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Stay strong, stay safe, stay positive. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean pod on TikTok and on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. A lot of fun stuff coming. We got all the classic shows that we review coming back next week. We got some collabs with the Dirty Heels podcast once again next week. It's going to be really, really awesome. You don't want to miss out on that. We're going to have some LOG representing my rap group, the Lords of Gotham. We got some members going to be on the show next week. You don't want to miss out on that. So make sure you always ride with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. You can't go wrong when you're riding with success. Nah, just to be humble, though, I just want to say thank you to all my fans. Thank you for everybody who downloads every day, everybody who subscribes and likes the podcast, comments on the podcast, follows us us on all the social medias. We appreciate all the support, yo. I love you guys. Have a great weekend.